That's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 12.80. The Zone, Jake coming at you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. And safely social distancing from Costa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. Hope you're having a good day today. Hope you had a good weekend. It was uh, an eventful weekend. Something happened? I don't know. Something happened. <laughs> Some eggs were found. Uh, you know, the sun was yeah. out. There was that, for sure. The Easter baskets were uh, out and about. Did you have a good so, weekend, Gordo? I did. Are you I, all I, right? I really, yeah, I'm really good. How are you? Are you okay? Anything, anything happened to you over the weekend that we need to hear about? Do you need to get off your chest? Um, other than I got thrown out of my favorite record store. Why? What you Outside do? of that. Uh, it's nothing really I did, but it, it was a very Austin-like thing that happened to me. <laughs> Please share. No, this is... Same just, record store I've been to yeah, with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, my spot. And which, which paint... I'm not going to use their name on the air because I, I, I think they're, they do a fine job. Uh, but in, in this circumstance, I, I left less than pleased. So I walked in. And they're pretty, they're pretty strict about how many, about capacity, right? And, and uh-huh. that's fine. You know, whatever. So I, I walk in, and I'm looking for something very specific. I peruse a little bit as I'm off to do, but, uh, but I was headed right for uh, a specific album, and, uh, to, which I've been waiting for them to get in or hoping they get in for, like, months. You want to tell us what it was? The album? Yeah. Appetite for Destruction. Oh, okay. So I was headed for the G section. And and this isn't the biggest place in the world, right? So there was somebody standing in the aisle in the most direct route. So I looped around because I wanted to be polite and, and happened to go kind of by the front door. And I've been in the store now for several minutes. And uh, so I, I kind of loop around and take the long way by the front door. And a group of three comes in. And I, I gladly let them pass. And then start walking down the aisle. Only to get barked at, like... Hey, you in the purple shirt. We're over capacity. You can't come in yet. <laughs> and I, so at this point I was, I, I hit a dilemma because I don't, I don't want to be like, how dare you? You just let in three people in front of me and make some sort of scene, which I probably should have. But. Instead, I was I was kind of confused. I was like, all I said, this is this is terrible. All I said was, I've been here for a while. And she said, Yeah, uh, we're over capacity, so you're gonna have to wait outside. Why you? I don't know. So I left because I was I was kind of disgruntled. So so I just I was like, you know what? I, you don't get my money today, and I left. You'll get it next week. Yeah, exactly. Right. Which is which is why you know I don't want take that. I don't want to damage the the relationship. But uh, should I have done more? Yeah. Should I have Should I have said, hey, ask one of them who I just allowed to come into the <laughs> into the store. Yeah. Ask one of them to wait outside. Yeah. But then I look like fair. a jerk to them. Uh, by the shirt collar, ask them to wait outside is what should have been done. Yeah, I don't know. I'm telling you, Jake. Sounds to me like you were wronged, my friend, because not only are you a devoted customer of that store, but you were there first. 
Yeah, exactly. And and you know what? There's been a line outside that store for a long time. It's very popular. And this the, on Saturday, I was like, no line. Oh my gosh, this is my day. <laughs> and then it wasn't. And then it that's, wasn't. That's and so then fast. I was basically uh, thrown out. You so, know, Jake, I, I'm just saying that. Uh, I, yeah. You know, there aren't that many times when it's appropriate for you to say, may I talk with your boss? But that might have been one of those times. I, I should have Karen it? No. See, that's what I was trying to avoid. Yeah, I know. I know. But that I could see if 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 uh, you wouldn't want to do that if you had been, the, you know, the last one in. But but you weren't. So it was wrong. And I understand you don't want to make a scene. You don't make a fuss. But you could at least discuss that and say, hey, look, maybe maybe it would be good to have some sort of system in place where you could keep uh, chronological order. Yeah, right. I, I, I guess. But I was I was a tad bit confused because I had yeah. been there for a while. Yeah, and no, she was just... like and she she was very direct, like, hey, purple shirt. Like and she kind of yelled it. So maybe I, was, you had, like, uh, everybody, I was worried like everybody's looking at me, you know, like. What? what has he done? Did you, right. Did you, have, exactly. did, you have a, did you have a guilty look on your face? I don't know. Well, you made, you, you, he you made did, one maybe mistake. You just, maybe you just look guilty in general. Yeah, you made one mistake. You don't wear a big, loud purple shirt if you don't want to be noticed. That's true. I well, you, that, no, no, I, think, I, think, I think that would work in your favor because they would notice when you came in. Didn't you know? work and that if, way, though. If they noticed when, they, when you came in, then they would notice that you were there before a bunch of these other folks who came in after you. But they didn't notice him yeah, until well, somebody he was in trouble. Yeah, somebody, was, a, somebody wasn't paying attention. That's it. Yeah, I had, I had thumbed through some stuff already. <laughs> Is the building still standing? Yeah. Then you missed an opportunity. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for you, Jake. I hope uh, I was I bothered. Like could, I was yeah. driving away from that place, being like, "Why? Why didn't I uh, uh, politely object?" Politely. Was that but, one of those yeah, but at that point, I'm like three blocks away. Like, no, I just left. A lot of times, <laughs> people will think of something they should have said, or in your case, something you should have done. I don't. I don't know if I should have because I. I mean, it was fine. I was kind of a casual shopper. I did have something in mind, you know, right? But it, it was. You know, kind of an excuse to do something uh, fun on a Saturday, just go, uh, you know, peruse a little bit. Well, the fact that you're bringing it up now tells me that it uh, there was some degree of injury somewhere inside. <laughs> like I'm hurt. I'm hurt yes. by the uh, personally hurt. Uh, no. <laughs> or, or as Austin like say, you were wronged. You were wrong. I was wronged. Yes, yes, I do feel wronged. That's how I felt. I felt like that. That wasn't fair. <laughs> I'm just, I'm more upset you didn't call me. No, I wasn't hey, doing Austin. anything. <laughs> I'm going to need you. Get what? in the car. Wait, wait, Austin's the enforcer? You're going to bring in and say, hey, you chuck me out of here, and I'm bringing. I like bringing, that idea. I'm bringing the man in. And Austin has started a new uh, side hustle in, in that. Uh, no, I space. haven't. The IRS oh, might yeah, be listening. No. What was the nickname we came up with for Austin? What was that? I can't remember it now. Well, I liked Captain Good Time. Captain Good Time. <laughs> that sounds hauntingly when you, kind of threatening. When you, you have know. a job no one else wants to do, you call Captain Good Time. 
Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, I got I had a bit of Austin's bad luck over the weekend. Lloyd definitely had Austin's bad luck over the weekend. So maybe you know maybe things are looking up for Austin because you know some of, some of us uh, are taking a bit of the bad luck burden off of his what, what happened to Lloyd? capable shoulders. Oh, we don't. You know, we can let Lloyd get into what happened uh-huh. to him. But it was just like a a, a, a bad run of of circumstance. Hmm. All right. Okay. Well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you made it through. But yeah, other than that, you know, we Easter egg. Because huh. here's the thing. Here's the thing about you, Jake. That had you had you made a ruckus later on, you would have felt bad about that too. You know. Yeah. And, and so and so maybe you took the right course. No, uh, no. Scott, yeah, because you don't want to feel guilty. Like, man, I really overreacted. I shouldn't have behaved. That guilty. Way, he know? was following the rules. Yeah, I know. I know. For it. I know. I know. But sometimes the reaction is worse than what the actual perceived offense was. So shut up and buy your records is what Gordon's telling you, Jake. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, no, sometimes you're wrong, but uh, you don't want to make it worse by by overreacting right. or reacting in a crazy manner. Uh, Scott uh, tweets in and says, you got jobbed, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, Scott. Yeah, yeah I do, but you I took do it feel like, like a man. I was wronged. I took it like a man. It's, you know, it bothered you, but you didn't create a scene. So I'm kind of proud of you, actually. I did. I all I could come up with was I've been here for a while. Like <laughs> just implying, like could, I didn't just walk in. Couldn't you have been a little more specific and said, well, I, you know, I got here thing. at eleven fifty-three, and uh, you know, provide detail. Weren't you holding records in no, your hand? No, no, oh, no I, okay. I wasn't. I usually try to make it over to the yet to be filed uh, section and thumb through that for a few minutes, just because you never know what's going to pop up over there. Oh, well. But then I was headed for the G's. (laughs) (laughs) A likely story. And got 86th. Yeah. And yelled at and called Purple Shirt. You know what, though? Hey, Purple Shirt! I think you were lollygagging. I think you might have been a lollygagger. And, you know, lollygaggers just never really show all that well. So maybe maybe it looked like you weren't going to purchase anything. And so, you know, no loss kicking you out. Uh, our guy Clint says, that's when you go, don't you know who I am? I'm Gordon Monson. <laughs> no, you don't. I've <laughs> never said that, nor would I. Oh, man. <sighs> well, all right. Then. So, anywho. All right. Uh, we have a lot to do today, Gordon, in a short amount of time. Jazz pregame takes over at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Tim Lacombe's going to be here. Uh, Chris Mannix will be on with us at 3. Coach Chiesa is going to jump on with us at 3.30. So a lot of jazz basketball. Uh, we will talk uh, about the tournament tonight. Um, real quick on our uh, show competition, I know I am the only one who did pick Baylor over Gonzaga in the final. So I'm assuming that uh, if Baylor wins, I win. But I haven't no. looked at the official standings. No, because I looked and saw that Austin and I are tied, and you're behind us. And I'm not sure that that uh, that 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 Baylor winning would 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 overtake you. Over. you? Yeah. Come on, uh, come on. No, I I looked, and that's way it looked. It looked come like on, you were. How many points uh, do we get for the final? Beats me. I don't know. Hmm. Well, go Bears. Yeah, I'll say this about that. What happened over the weekend in that regard? That Gonzaga win. First of all, and we'll talk about it. Well, but let's jump two... into the split. All right, let's yeah, do Let's that. go all ahead right. and let's jump into the split. Austin, uh, if you please. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. 
two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Seven seconds to go. Six seconds. Juzang in the paint. Fade away. No. Got his own rebound. Slithers to the rim and lays it in. Three seconds to go. We're tied at 90. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up. Three for the win. Here comes Suggs. Long three for the win. Suggs for the win. Yes! Yes! Set yes! the championship game! Banks at home! Banks at home! The perfect season remains on go! Jalen Suggs, a deep banked three to Sten Gonzaga, one step closer to history! He knocked no! from 40 at the buzzer! Yes! The Bulldogs! Wow! Play for a national championship! Oh, oh my goodness, he banked it in! Gonzaga has won the game! Wow! Cry in your pillow! Unbelievable! Suggs hit a runner, bank shot going home! The Bruins are going home! The Bruins are going home! Like that? Um, oh my gosh! Gordon, like final four over the weekend. Baylor uh, beats Houston easily, seventy-eight to fifty-nine. And uh, you just heard in uh, in thrill in a thrilling finish in overtime. Gonzaga beats UCLA uh, ninety-three to ninety on a bank in. And I don't want to call it a half-court shot because it was closer than that. And I actually, yes. and we can get into this, but I I randomly thought it was a pretty good look given the circumstance. I mean, it was from a long way away, but he shot it. I mean, that was not a that was not your heave, your your typical heave. I don't want to get into the definition of heave like we did hoist, but it didn't seem like a heave to me. And uh, and Suggs, Jalen Suggs, knocks it down, and Gonzaga goes back to the NCAA title game. What a what a finish! Yeah, uh, let me just say that those two games were kind of flipped the way we kind of thought they were going to be. You know, I thought I thought uh, the uh, Gonzaga game with UCLA would be the one that there was going to be some distance between the teams, and it turned out that uh, Houston suffered that defeat from Baylor. But anyway, this this was the moment of the weekend when Jalen Suggs hit that shot, and I'm telling you, Jake, it's been a long time since I've been watching a game, and something like that happened where I actually stood up and yelled. You know, I was watching that game with a group of family members, and all of us went, ah! You know, it was just like, it it was one of those moments in sports that you won't forget. And what a terrific sequence by Jalen Suggs. You know, the, the block at the other end? It's so, so nice uh, you got to witness that moment live. I... I got to watch the Jazz Magic while that was going on. Well, yeah, so, I watched yeah. that one after. I watched that one after. You got that luxury, was, did you? Wish uh, I would have. It was. It was. It was thrilling. It was the reason you love sports, and I had no rooting interest one way or the other, and I don't bet on games, so I don't. I didn't really care, even though I picked Gonzaga to make it to the final against Baylor, like we did, but. It was it was such a cool moment. Although I will say that Mark Few was full of it. He said that well, this part was might be true. He said Jalen Suggs makes shots like that in practice all the time, and he may do that. But when he said, "I knew it was in," as he watched the flight of the ball, come on, 
You don't know it's in when it banks in from 40 feet. Suggs, Come on. I, Suggs thought he made it. You could tell by his uh, body language. He thought well, he it was, was going wrong, in. really. I mean, because he, he, no way he was calling that bank shot. But it didn't really matter. I mean, he, he thought it was in. Yeah, he started edging toward the the side of the court, and he jumped up on the on the desk there, whatever you call it, and uh, and uh, exulted. But what a moment in time. Wow, that was a cool – that was a fun game to watch. And what an ending. I mean, I think in, for the, in large part, college basketball really isn't all that exciting uh, because the level of play is, is considerably stepped down from the NBA. But that game really was good, and the, the talent in that game, they really showed well. And, of course, the ending was just fantastic. So, yeah, cool stuff, man, all the way around. Sorry you didn't get to see it live. Yeah, and and the Jazz Magic was such a, a, a gripping, <laughs> riveting game. Uh, but no, oh, it's uh, it, it's exciting, and I I think tonight's matchup will, will be a good one. Uh, go Bears, go Baylor. One think, uh, one of us Zag- on this Zags show are... had the courage not to pick Gonzaga. The courage. Well, if Baylor wins, you'll be able to laugh at us just like you did at the Super Bowl. So you know. I mean, we'll see. But uh, I, Gonzaga is, what, a four-and-a-half-point favorite, something like that? We'll see how it so goes. The, It'll be interesting to see how the Bulldogs respond after that moment in time of so much emotion and so much exertion in that way. Will they be able to settle themselves and get back and take advantage of that, or will they suffer from that against the Bears? All right, one other college basketball note. Uh, Utah State makes a hire for their next men's basketball coach. They're going to hire Ryan Odom, Odom excuse me, uh, who coaches uh, currently at the University of Maryland, Baltimore. Uh, of course, the team that uh, beat UVA. But there's uh, Ryan Odom, the newest Aggie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Hey, much. I'm Jake Scott, and I'm the newest Wahoo. I don't know anything uh, about him. I know that was a good win that I enjoyed thoroughly as somebody that dislikes UVA. But, uh, you know, I heard Scotty rattle off some of the stuff he, he did there at uh, at Maryland, and he's won some games. So he's had a consistently good program and then, you know, won that game. And yeah. It's a typical hire where you see someone coming in and you think it's a good idea. It seems like a good idea, but you really don't know until you see it with your own eyes. So we'll see if that works out well. Also, you know, we really should give a shout-out to the Stanford women. Getting the win over Arizona? Yeah. That was a that was a tight game, too, at the end. So, anyway, yeah, good weekend for college basketball. We'll yeah. see how it finishes up tonight. It is a big night for basketball, certainly in this state, because uh, we have an early jazz game, which is great because the overlap won't be a ton uh, with the NCAA tournament. So, of course, we'll split our signals. You'll get the jazz game on 97.5 and the uh, the final on 1280. But most of the night, hopefully, unless the jazz go into a bunch of overtimes against the Magic uh, Mavericks, we should be able to carry it uh, on both signals. So that should be pretty and that, cool. And this game, although there are some injury questions about, uh, you know, who's going to play for the Mavericks, but uh, you know, Dallas has won four in a row, six of the past eight. So we'll see how that goes. You know, the Jazz traveling to someone else's floor to play a team that is relatively hot. 
All right, we'll get to the Utah Jazz coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Utah's highest rated, most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Donovan Network. has it, comes to the front court, stops outside the three-point line, gives it to Bogdanovich for an open three hits. 14, tying at first half record for the Jazz. 69-33. Donovan jabs right, goes left, fires the three. New franchise record, 16 threes and a half by the Utah Jazz. Okiki driving, Gobert blocks it. Every rookie's got to try it. Bogdanovich gives to Gobert. Back out to Don. Don's got 16. Don fires another Lillard three and hits. You got to be kidding me. Donovan Mitchell just threw up three straight threes, each of them from five feet, feet behind the line. Donovan was on fire. Oh, my. Pulls up three. Holy cow! Donovan Mitchell, are you kidding me? This is astronomical. 78-38, Jazz by 40. Donovan's got six threes in the first half. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today, Guns N' Roses, selected by me. Actually, only Appetite for Destruction tracks. And brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Uh, for the latest tour news and uh, artist insight, go to livenation.com. Uh, Jake, we won't, we won't throw you off the show. We won't oh, throw thank you, you out of the studio. Thank nah, you. I appreciate it. All right, we'll get to the jazz here in a second, but we do have some breaking NFL news, Gordon. Um Let's see here. The uh, New York Jets have traded Sam Darnold to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for three draft picks, a sixth rounder this year, uh, a second rounder, and a fourth rounder in 2022. And uh, essentially frees the Jets up to select a quarterback with the number two overall pick. Hello, Zach Wilson. Well, Somebody, anyway. Uh, that's where most people have uh, Zach going. So, God, that's just terrible Although, news for you Zach all, Wilson you, fans. <laughs> you always bring this up, Jake, and I think you're right. A lot of times there's a bunch of d- misinformation that's passed around, people trying to keep uh, their opponents off balance with what they're doing. But it sure seems like that that uh, might not be the case here. That's too bad. <laughs> if only Zach could get drafted by an actual organization. But uh, anyway, Sam Darnold going to the Panthers in exchange for three picks. All right, Gordon, uh, let's talk about what transpired over the weekend, shall we? The Jazz uh, on Friday night get a win over the Bulls, 113-106. to They had a back-to-back. They take on Orlando on Saturday. And, boy, was that a one-sided affair, 137-91. to Where where do you want to dig in? Well, I, I was thinking as I was watching the margin, uh, I was thinking if the Jazz had wanted to win that game by 70, they could have, <laughs> you know. But uh, you mean, I was thinking. It, you uh, mean uh, the, I guess uh, because 
Well, I'm trying to work in a joke here about Quinn Snyder forgetting the rules and trying to call a timeout to have mercy on the Magic <laughs> because that was really bizarre. But at the beginning of the third quarter, after the Jazz, you know, uh, opened up on just a barrage, uh, Quinn Snyder threw in the towel. Well, not threw in the towel, but called off the dogs. How about that? Yes. Uh, but but tried to call a timeout when he couldn't call a timeout. <laughs> Mercy rule, please. Yeah, because, I mean, it was. It, it it got that bad. Well, I mean, I was thinking about that game that the Rat, when the Raptors beat the Warriors uh, with uh, Steph and everybody else not playing, and they won by 53 in that game. And I was I was thinking about that as I was watching the Jazz totally take apart this poor team. And I, I wonder if the Jazz players themselves started to feel sorry. You think they did? Is there any sympathy there? Uh, is, is that acceptable, allowable? Nah. <laughs> hey, they kept pouring Man. it on him in that third quarter. Yeah. So, yeah. I you talk know. about Donovan Mitchell over that stretch that we heard Locke describe there. was just, I mean, a thing of beauty, really. I mean, what can you say when a player is on like that? And he was feeling it. And it just, he makes it, when he gets like that, he makes it look so freaking easy. You know, I was just like, oh, and, and, you know, I mean, nothing but net, quite literally, just popping that net as though he couldn't miss if he tried. Um, everybody played well in that Magic game. Uh, Bogdanovich had 17. Uh, Clarkson had a nice game off the bench with 15. You know, it was it was one of those games where they didn't get a bunch of a lot of resistance from the Magic, obviously, yeah. but they ran their stuff and it, all of it looked really good. Sure did. And I, I, you know, I'm trying to make sense of what the Jazz are doing right now. If I'm if I'm properly informed, you know, they've won these nine straight games, and they've um, they, they've none of the teams were over 500, uh, except for the Nets, and we know that they were missing their major weapons in that game. So, essentially, the Jazz are doing what they should do. They're beating teams that they're better than, but. That's what makes a game like tonight's game more interesting because obviously the Mavericks haven't played stellar this year, but they've got a strongly, uh, you know, successful, you know, over 500 record, and they're hot right now. They're playing well, and so that makes this game more interesting to me. It is. It's certainly more interesting than the Magic game. I'll, I'll grant you that. <laughs> and we will see, you know, a better Dallas team than we saw the last time, I think. Uh, as you mentioned, they, they are playing better. But I, I don't know how Dallas stops the Jazz. That's the thing. With some of these yeah. some of these matchups, and you look at different teams, I just I don't know how Dallas stops the Jazz from scoring, you know, 120 points tonight. But maybe maybe they stop themselves, or it, you know, a cold shooting night, or whatever. Make or miss, Lee Gordon. But uh, Dallas's defense is is far from ideal. If the if the Jazz uh, get off to a cold start, maybe the Mavs can hurt them because they have like the fourth highest rated uh, offense uh, over their last fourteen games. They've been hot of late, and uh, I think their effective field goal percentage is like the second best in the league over that same span. And so if that's true, the Mavs are going to probably make some shots. And so the Jazz will have to do everything they can to interfere with that and make their own. So it's not one of these opponents where if the Jazz are off for either because the defense is tough or because they're just not quite feeling it, this probably isn't a game where they can count on the other guys to break shot after shot. 
However, you know, with there are the injury questions on the side of the Mavericks, and even if Porzingis plays and he's questionable, Rudy just kicks his butt around the rebound on the boards. You know, he he just dominates Porzingis, and you know how Porzingis is. He likes to flit about on the perimeter and whatnot. But uh, anyway, uh, advantage Jazz in this game. But I if 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 the Mavs are uh, are healthy, then I think the Jazz are really going to have to to play well in order to earn a victory. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. I, I I'm not quite buying into the Mavs just yet. I think they've got a couple of pieces because they. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. They have no answer for Rudy. Yeah, none. I mean, Rudy should have a field day, and maybe we even get to see a little Boban tonight. Oh man, I hope. <laughs> uh, but they don't. They, you love him. Oh man, how could you not? Uh, that guy actually, he he looks like a supervillain and played one in a movie. Wasn't <laughs> it did it, really well. Was it the John Wick? John Wick, yeah, uh, yeah franchise. I I haven't seen any of those, but I mean, he looks like he should be plotting the world's demise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if there's ever a sequel to Princess Bride, they've got the giant. Right. It's I him. Mean, it's cat. <laughs> the casting is done. <laughs> He he actually uh, plays when he plays too. He's got a smile on his face. I mean, he's kind of a he's he's a fun guy to follow. Uh, but they don't have any answer for Rudy, and they're not the toughest team in the world. So I mean, Luca is special, but he's special on one side of the basketball. So I, uh, you know, the Jazz. What makes them unique, Gordon, and not to sound like a broken record because we talk about this all the time, is they're elite offensively and defensively. They are a very yes, complete team when they want to uh, focus and play defense, which uh, they have as of late. So you know that's that's what this Jazz team has going for it. As you talk about Dallas's firepower, well. You know, when you've got a team anchored by Rudy Gobert, and currently, according to Basketball Reference, the fourth highest-rated defensive team in the in the league, it's gonna, you're going to be a you're going to be a tough matchup for anybody. I was doing some research on this matchup earlier today, and I've got a couple of uh, items for you. And I want to see the first one's really not that surprising. Rudy Gobert, you mentioned how he dominates Porzingis, but in eight. Career head-to-head meetings, Porzingis has never out-rebounded Rudy Gobert. That's not really surprising, right? Has I mean, he? I mean, he's barely the leading rebounder on his own team. Doesn't everybody out-rebound Porzingis? <laughs> well, Gobert has averaged thirteen point six rebounds and nearly three blocks per game uh, to, to Porzingis's five point four rebounds per game and when Porzingis is has the ball in his hand against Gobert he's shooting like 43 percent and uh only 35 percent from three against Rudy so Rudy's getting out on him moving around a little bit and here's another one that I wanted to run past you because the, the how would you know this but according to what I read said that Mike Conley's teams are five and zero against Luka Doncic's teams, including the three wins while he's been at Utah. And it says it said that Doncic shoots just twenty five percent from three, and uh, uh, has averages three turnovers per game, and has just five assists against Conley. Not that they play against each other, but against the teams that they play. That's the way it goes. So I, I don't know. I thought that was kind of, kind of something I wouldn't have guessed, but so so it is. 
Well, we'll see tonight. I, I think it should be a fairly interesting matchup, but I I would I see the Jazz winning tonight. I think the the challenging games this week will be Phoenix and specifically Portland because it's on the second night of a back to back. Yeah, well, they get Portland twice, don't they, over the next little while? Both at, both on the road, if I'm remembering correctly, and then the Lakers are mixed in there too, a couple of times on the road. But so, the Lakers yeah. stink, so yeah, that should it's... be easy. <laughs> I wouldn't know if I'd go quite so far as to say they stink, but. They're right now? The, they're not the Lakers that you would expect. No, they stink. <laughs> okay. Okay, they stink. I know that pains you to say. No, it just, doesn't pain just me at feel, all. Uh, uh, just be careful. Be careful because, you know, this could be. You're a Lakers guy. We got This it. could be a, a wounded leopard that could uh, come back to get you later on. A wounded leopard? I don't know. I was trying to think of a big cat. You know, the old proverb about the, the, the wounded leopard there, Jay. <laughs> no, I mean, you know. What do you want me to come out with? You want tiger? What do you want, bear? What do you want? You, what, you know, you want, uh, what do you want? A sleeping giant? I just, we, we know you're going to give, give the Lakers <laughs> the benefit of the doubt. It's all right. No, I just know they're pretty good when they have all their weapons. L-A-K-E-R-S. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of the world continues to doubt the Jazz having the best record in the league. Like, but is that really who they are, you know? Well, there is that. The, the Lakers barely have a G League team without LeBron and Anthony Davis. and everything. But the Lakers are going to be, you know. Well, you know, the, Hooterville and all that. You know, leopard, wounded, tortoise, whatever. Now the wounded tortoise. That's that's vicious, one to watch out for. Vicious creature. <laughs> Don't underestimate the, yeah. the wounded tortoise because it looks like a regular tortoise because they all look dead wounded. Uh, right. I'm, I'm telling you, those, those tortoises, you know, they probably if they could get their, you know, their their mouth on you, they could probably bite you pretty good. True. <laughs> True fact. If only right, they this, could. Uh, this segment, this segment of Wild Kingdom, brought to you by Mutual of Omaha. Okay, coming up next, can we further a conversation that Scotty had on his show today sure. about that Adam Morrison situation? Uh, Austin. Sure, I'm getting the green light from Austin. We're going to do that coming up next. Stay tuned. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. <laughs> The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay tuned. Uh, we've got Jazz Game Night starting at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Chris Mannix uh, will join us at 3 and Coach Chiesa at 3.30. But, Gordon, um, I want to talk about uh, – Scotty and Hans talked about this on their show. Scotty tweeted out about it over the weekend. 
Uh, but uh, the 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 big play with Gonzaga, they win. Uh, the Jalen Suggs uh, bank in. Uh, and uh, we heard earlier the Gonzaga radio, you know, official call. And uh, Scotty tweeted this out. And we'll play the call here in, in one second. But Scotty tweeted this out. says, oh, man, feel for the play-by-play guy. He nicely sets up uh, this once-in-a-lifetime call, and then Morrison pukes all over it. Let's, uh, let's hear that call. To the right side of the floor, defended by Kispert now. Drives, leans in, the runner comes up short. Juzang, though, rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 90. Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Santos of the championship game. He knocked from 40 at the buzzer. Yes! The Bulldogs. Wow. Play for a national championship. Adam, you could at least let the, the guy whose job it is to describe what's happening say that it went in. You know, yeah, but you, uh, you guy, can't understand. Yeah! 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 And all you can hear is, Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. But I, you can kind of give the guy a little See, slack. it's hard, right? You're trying to get something out. You're trying to make a point. And, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was oh, doing man. that to, to prove a point. Uh, but the, here's the thing. <laughs> the I, win! Yes! Yes! Now, let me tell you this. Like, play-by-play guys, and we know a few, Gordon, uh, and go. I don't want to speak for all play-by-play guys, but deep down, play-by-play guys hate that. Like, hate it a lot. Because they're trying to do their job, right? And then somebody's just, <laughs> just screaming. Uh, but it happens all the time. It happens all the time. So every time you hear it, just know that that play-by-play guy hates it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen to it one more time. You can see Scotty's totally right. This guy eloquently sets it up and is capturing the moment only to get... Wow! To the right side of the floor, defended by Kispert now. Drives, leans in, the runner comes up short. Choosing though, rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 90. Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three for the win. Yes! Yes! Santos of the championship game! He knocked from 40 at the buzzer! Yes! He's about to say it's good or something like that. Like that 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 total climax of it all. Like, and it's up! And, and all of a sudden, Adam Moore said, no! All the way yeah, through I, it. I wonder, did the shot go in? <laughs> but if I, could, hear. Uh, if I could play the role of the devil's advocate here, uh, I think from, from Morrison's reaction, everybody knows it went in. But, but listen, this thing is going to get replayed throughout this guy's entire career. This is one of the biggest <laughs> moments uh, that he could ever call as a college basketball announcer. And, and well, I'll give you an example because I immediately thought of the most infamous, in my opinion, stepping on the play-by-play guy moment. Comes okay. from our, our dear friend Greg Rubel, uh, voice of the Cougars. Now, ar- arguably, like this is the call that gets played the most. The Johnny they made Harley, a book of it. I mean, this this is Greg's call. This is his signature. This is leading the resume in the rivalry. Incredible finish. Uh, some of BYU's best players ever, and uh, the stats guy couldn't. Couldn't who Ralph, who we've talked to by the way, and we like Ralph, uh, so so we kind of kid. But Ralph can't control his emotions, <laughs> and we end up getting this. No, that's not uh, sweet, sweet child, child of mine. mine. No, no, that's that that <laughs> would not did be that correct. 
Uh, you set that up really well, Jake. Thank you. you did. Thank you. <laughs> this should be the last snap of the football game. Snap to John. John backpedals. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. He's moving to his left. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. All kinds of time. Now the heat comes. He's got to run to the right. John Beck is on the run. He throws behind him. It is. Cut for the touchdown! Cut for the touchdown! Cut for the touchdown! Johnny Harleen got it for the score! Harleen by himself in the end zone! The Cougars win it! On the final play of the game! Yes! Set yes! of the championship game! He no! from... <laughs> At least Greg got the touchdown in there. He did, yeah. because Ralph wasn't on, on the old mic. But Greg's signature moment has our guy Ralph screaming like a like a teenager going to a Jonas Brothers concert. Yeah. Outdated See, reference I, there. I, yeah. the I, 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 behind him it is. Cut for the touchdown! Cut for the touchdown! <laughs> Cut for the touchdown! Johnny Harleen got it for the score! Harleen by himself in the end zone! See, we shouldn't be laughing. This is this is Greg's big moment. Are you kidding me? I thought Harleen's mom was in the he, press box. Huh? But he, you know what? But I he, thought that for he years. The, he got the call in, though. You know, it's he got the call in. The, the, the poor Gonzaga guy didn't... He I thought that oh Greg just let some family in or something or like you know watch Greg work or and, and they just you know because that's not professional behavior for a press box <laughs> and so I, I just assumed it was a fan and then somebody might have even been Austin I don't know somebody told me like no 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 that's his stats guy I was like that's his stats guy well he should know better well I mean you know you're in the booth. Uh, did, uh, are you really expecting "quote unquote" professional behavior on a on a on a last second play like that? Because guys often get very emotional about those moments, right? Yeah, but they're also there to you know do a job. Yes! Yes! <laughs> you know they are working. So. Yeah, but they're they're working with that slant. Already. I'm not, I'm not talking about yeah. slant. I'm talking about the bare bones description of the job to talk about what's happening, to tell the listener exactly yeah, Craig, what's Craig going Rubel on. Got, Craig Rubel got that in. He said the touchdown. And- Cut for the touchdown! I didn't say. I didn't say Ralph should have been arrested. <laughs> I'm saying I feel bad for Greg that his signature moment has that in the background. That's all. And, and by me, the way, give me the, give, give me the Adam Morrison one one more time, because he, he really did cloud the picture there. I mean, even though it did tell the story, but it didn't allow. And yes! Yes! Set yes! Of the championship game. He <laughs> no! from 40 at the buzzer. Yes! Listen to that. He even, he even had the, the signature moment where he said the Bulldogs go to the championship game like the like the billboard of the car. Well, I have to give the play-by-play guy credit there because he he powered on through the the clutter, you know. Uh, But you're right; he probably was a little bit perturbed by the uh, the overwhelming nature of what Adam was doing. He better he must have a solid relationship with that play-by-play guy because there are certain play-by-play guys you do that to. You're not making it out of the building alive. He's Adam Morrison. Come on, he's kind of a big deal up there at Gonzaga. Which matters not to the play-by-play guy. Well, it might matter a little. 
but you're right. I mean, he, sure, let him, let him my finish career the moment. call. No, yeah, finish the call before you, you, you do it like that. Shuffling, shuffling, shuffling. God, for the There's a foul. Game. They don't call it. They don't call him here. Johnson grabbing Rudy Gobert, and he gets the offensive rebound. How many? Three for the win. Yes! Yes! Set <laughs> Wait, wait! Did you did you say something about professional behavior? Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a requirement for the job. Oh, that's funny. Locke was talking about what was going on. He was describing it. He wasn't just shouting, just to <laughs> shout, just for that sake. <laughs> no, I mean uh, it was. Uh, I, you know, I'm a little torn on it because I, it's the home broadcast team, and all those guys are homers. And they'll admit that they're homers. And so with the color guy screaming, you know, he he's telling the story in his own way. <laughs> yeah, but, but he's there to do a job. You can uh, dance on the sideline, whatever. Just shut your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> in, in that moment of great glory and celebration, right? Just keep it quiet. Just keep it quiet. Do whatever you What's want. Your, so, so you wouldn't have had a problem with him yelling if he had allowed the play-by-play guy to finish his sentence. Let the let the play-by-play guy call it out and then go. Wow, what an amazing shot! Incredible game, and be as excited as you want. But let the let the let the guy do his job first. Although it would be funny. If like 18 seconds after the play is all done and over, then Adam Morrison yells, "Yeah!" yeah see, you don't want to take away. Look, this is again, this is the home broadcast team. This is what they do. They're homers, and so he responded like a homer, like he was cheering his team on, and that, in its own weird way, does tell the story. Even though it's not my cup of tea, it's uh, it's the way a lot of these guys do it. So that's. That's the way it is. Oh, do you, do you think they'll have a Do you think they'll have a talk and say, "Hey, you do that to me tonight, and I'm going to slap you upside <laughs> You're there. in real trouble." You know what? Adam makes a uh, <laughs> makes a good point, and I don't know if we can find this uh, on a last uh, second um, effort there, Austin. But Adam says at least the radio call that Jalen Suggs shot didn't get preempted by an unnecessary breaking news alert saying the weather <laughs> warning was lifted. Tommy's a chat. Peter, you hold a number of these today. Well, a few if you're going to have nine birdies in one round. Can he get this one? Well, this, I think he knows what this one will do. It's not very much in the way of break. This is all about... All right, welcome back to our coverage of the weather event we had here throughout the afternoon hours. We're going to give you a quick look at what's going on. I want to tell you right now, all the tornado watches we have for our viewing area have now been canceled. Even that flash flood watch is canceled. So we don't have any advisories, any warnings, or any watches in effect for the region. The heavier rain... Oh, that's so funny. So that was the putt to win the tournament. So what we should have was rolling. was rolling, and they're like, well... Break Maybe what we could do is like lead up to the play-by-play, saying what he's saying, and then cut it to the to the weather update. <laughs> Just as Suggs released the, the best part is the update is everything's fine. Hey, hey. to the right side of the floor, defended by Kispert now, drives, leans in, the runner comes up short, choosing the rebounds and puts it in. We're tied at 90. Three seconds left. Here's Suggs the other way. Pull up three. For- 
<laughs> All right, welcome back to our coverage of the uh, weather event we had here throughout the afternoon. Fine. Look out the window; it's sunny. Here's your weather update. Uh, There's no weather. There's nothing. It's all no good. problem out there. We hope everything's all right. Sorry to interrupt the the, the <laughs> tournament winning putt there. And next, we'll start the movie Heidi. It's sunny outside, Jeez. everyone. It's okay. All right, Chris Maddox. Next, stay tuned. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.